Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I've been meaning to watch that. I am your one and only host, Monica, and today we are going to be talking about the movie Nomadland, which is also, which was also an Oscar-nominated film in the 2021 Oscars. If you don't know Nomadland, it is a movie based on the book Nomadland, Surviving America in the 21st Century. And that was a um, nonfiction book by American journalist Jessica Bruder. And the book covered the phenomenon of older Americans who follow, who following the Great Recession from 2007 to 2009, adopted transient lifestyles traveling around the United States in search of seasonal work. And the movie is based off of the book, but instead of it being really a biopic, it's more of like kind of a narrative story in the way of documentary filmmaking. So main character in the movie is a woman named Fern, played by Frances McDormand, who you may know from three billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri and Fargo. She plays a woman in her 60s who loses everything after the Great Recession. Like her whole town goes bankrupt and the area code which her town resided in basically becomes defunct. So she now starts living as a van dwelling modern day nomad and the movie is directed by chloe oh frick i always misspell her name mispronounce her name we all know who she is she's also directing she also directed um marvel's new movie the eternals she is amazing and she was also the first asian american woman and the first woman well the second woman to win best director at the oscars and i believe this movie also won best picture and I want to talk about it because I watched this movie and I really did like it. I think that a lot of people who watched the movie thought of it as boring. And I can see why people will think that this movie was a bit boring. In the film, you're following Fern and her life as she is leaving everything behind. You know, Fern has worked since she was a young woman. Her husband passed away and now she wants to continue on her life. She doesn't want to retire early. She wants to work. She wants to go about doing things. And a friend of hers suggests that she goes and starts living in an RV. Now, I think that um, van dwelling, it became a bit popular sometime on YouTube. I remember there was this girl who like had that YouTube channel who like uploaded like three videos and she just got a million, million subscribers out of nowhere. And people thought that she was like a plant or something like that. But she was a real person. And she vlogs her whole life living in the RV, living in a van. And many people do that. There was a character in the film, his name is Bob Wells. And he's a real life person who has a YouTube channel called Cheap RV Living. Where he, majority of his content is him living in his RV, traveling around the world, traveling around the US basically. And one thing that was so beautiful about this movie was that um, the cast and crew literally lived as nomads. Like they traveled around the United States to through five different states, filming this movie, being nomads, and just following in the footsteps, just kind of like following this kind of lifestyle of you know there are no no there are no bounds essentially just being one with nature, and. One thing I did like about this movie was the fact that Fern acts as kind of a medium 
for the film. She is the vessel. She is the vehicle. We are following her around and we are following her as she like travels through the, you know, um, the East, not, East, West Coast, the West Coast of the United States. There is a scene where she's like, she sees a buffalo in while she's in her trailer, which is super cool because buffalo, they're very rare. You don't see them on the U.S. and you would only be able to see one in person if you're one with nature living out in nature. You know, for a long time, Fern, she was living this everyday life of being a wife and a mother and a hard worker. And now she is just traveling around in her RV and she is kind of leaving that old life behind her. And a lot of people who rent out RVs and decide to live out their lives just out in the open road to be one with nature, they do this because they're seeking freedom, self-sufficiency. They want to live a kind of new life, a brand new life. A lot of people who do live in RVs, uh, a lot of them are like closer to retirement age and it's this wonderful thing of having your elders who've lived this life for so long and worked for so long and how things change around them and they decide to be bold and go on this new journey and i really i see why there are some people who thought this movie was boring i think that a lot of people who saw the movie as boring had also read the book i have not read the book um from what I've seen from reviews online and from videos I've watched online, the research I've done, a lot of people say the book and the movie are very different because the book focuses more on survival and the movie kind of glorifies this nomadic lifestyle. And I'm not going to say that the movie 100% glorifies it because I do think that Chloe and her team and Francis and everyone involved in the film deserve their flowers like they deserve their roses for making this movie because i can't imagine making a film while living in an rv and traveling around the u.s west coast i think that's so amazing and i think that's a wonderful way to like get in the mindset of the viewer and really take part in the journey and really be a part of it and i feel like that brings a lot to the movie and i feel like that did bring a lot to the movie truly because how else would you find it the amazing scenery and the beautiful cinematography in this film because there are some shots in this movie that you could only see if you were there with them if you're there in the moment and i really do like the film because you really have to just be there with fur and you have to be there in the moment with her she is traveling around the u.s and she is being one with nature there's a scene where she just completely gets nude and she's in this spring she's in this lake and she's just floating and it's just her and you can hear all the sounds of nature and it's so beautiful there are so many scenes where the sound design is amazing in this movie where um there's one scene where fern is simply walking and she is walking around in a rendezvous point where other rv or other people who live in motorhomes and rvs are just like meeting each other and greeting each other and they like barter and they trade in this moment and i think it's called um the rubber tramp rendezvous and there's a scene where she's literally just walking across the path and walking past a group of people and you just hear like footsteps and your dogs and you hear just the outside ambiance and that's the lovely thing about this film is that it forces you to just be one with her and just take be on this journey with Fern and I think that the movie does a great job of making a case for being a nomad how it can be hard and it can be difficult to kind of isolate yourselves from the 
um, the world that you know, you know, with populated with many people all around you. But I think that, especially now with the pandemic still going on, there are a lot of people who were seeking adventure and seeking peace and comfort in a time of like calamity and chaos. And you can find that when you are simply just traveling on the open road, trying to be one with nature in an RV. And the RV, I do want to say being a nomad is not just like this cute lifestyle. You know, there are a lot of people, it's been popularized a lot on, um, social media and the like, but it's not something that's very simple. You can't simply just go and get an RV and travel around. And I think the movie does a good job of showing the difficulties with living in an RV where there are costs for like tires and gas and how like your truck can break down. And I think that the movie could have spent a little bit more time covering um, other problems that come with being in an RV. Uh, I liked, I think his name's Dave. I like Dave. Dave is a character in the movie who kind of likes fur. It's obvious that he, like, Loki wants to date her and stuff. And the movie has Dave, you know, he's trying to help Fern now. He's trying to be there for her. And it's like, it's cute because like he actually likes her. He wants to help her. But it's also like a little bit of like, oh, she's a fragile older woman. So like, you know, the big man has to help her out. I did feel like a little bit of that in there. But generally speaking, with Dave's story, he is a man who wasn't a good father and wasn't really around. And he's getting a second chance at doing that. And you know, traveling on the world brings him peace and he likes traveling, but he also likes to be with family. He likes to visit his family. And near the end of the film, he invites Fern to meet his family as well. And they talk about, you know, being a nomad and traveling around. I think that she meets his family. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she goes back to meet his family. And in there's a scene in the movie where She's supposed to be sleeping in a bed because they made it a bed for her. They gave her a room and she prefers to sleep in her van because she's found comfort in isolation. She's found comfort in this transient lifestyle that she has taken on. And she, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see it because you can watch her literally strip away the emotional baggage that she had from her life in Empire, which was the city that she lived in for her whole life with her family and you see how she becomes a lot more comfortable traveling on the road and people keep asking her like why don't you like stay still and like stay grounded and stuff and that's what people normally do you know you find your suitable partner you get a house you have kids and you just live this lifestyle but it's kind of stagnant and fern wants to kind of live a life that's more loose and more freeing and that's a beautiful thing and i can also see how that's will draw a lot of people in but I think that the movie also kind of ignores the dangers with being a nomad, how traveling on your own can be fun and be freeing, but there can be challenges along the way because there can be other people on the road as well who do not, who are not as friendly. You know, a lot of the characters in the film are quaint and they're kind and they're respectable and Fern gets along with them and she makes friends along the way. But that is not always the case for a lot of people when you're traveling on the road because there can be times where people are hurt or people are assaulted. And I also don't want to ignore the fact that like Fern is a white woman and a lot of the people in the film are also white. 
and traveling around the U.S. in unexpected territories where um, help is not readily available is not always the best case scenario for people of color who might want to be van dwellers or people of color who are just simply going on a road trip. And that's something that struck me when I was watching the movie because I was watching it and I was drawn in and I was like, this seems pretty cool. You know, get a nice RV and, you know, drive around um, Colorado and Arizona, Wyoming and kind of like see the open field and the open space and see some buffalo along the way. Like, that sounds like fun. That seems like fun. But then I think of how sundown towns don't only exist in the South. And just because I go up North doesn't mean that racism, like, is non-existent there. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful film and a wonderful movie, but it also doesn't cover um, real life stuff that can happen to women in like Fern, how there are real, there are repercussions to the manual labor that people take on in these seasonal jobs that you're taking and how these seasonal jobs are not always as profitable or not, they do not bring about, they do not have the best wages that can help you repair your camper vans and your trailers, you know what I mean? But it's not, it's not a bad, well, I like that the movie focuses on the vulnerability and stripping away your emotional baggage and leaving yourself open to nature so that you can be one with like the world around you and see it with your own eyes and feel it in your bones and understand that you know this life is like short and you should just live your life and understand that your part in the life is small but you should just take the time to just be there and be in the moment and see things that you would not see if you stayed in one place that's beautiful and it's wonderful that this movie is about living in the moment and not letting your past hold you back from your future however i'm not going to ignore the fact that you know, van dwelling is not always this beautiful, glamorous lifestyle and there can be real challenges that people will face, whether it's challenges with your body, with physical labor that you have to take from these terrible jobs that you're doing, or you can face challenges um, from outer conflicts with other people who wish to cause you harm, like cause you bodily harm. And you know, not every movie has to have a woman face some emotional trauma or be assaulted by somebody in order for it to have depth and weight. But I'm not going to ignore the fact that that does happen to people. And I'm sure that happens to women in RVs who are vandaling and just women in general. You know, it's something that does happen. And the movie also... I think it does a really, I think we can learn a lot from the film, you know, even with my own like stipulations towards the movie. My favorite quote is what remembered, what's remembered lives. And it's kind of like this reflection that Fern has when she went back to her old town in Empire and she went back to her old home that she lived in all her life. And she goes to see her backyard and how it's this open space of desert. And how she walks out of that house, physically leaning behind her past and going towards the open field and the open plain, which shows her future, which is endless. You do not see the end of the desert. It goes on forever and ever. And that's what she sees her future to be, her road to be. Because a road trip is beautiful, beautifully symbolic in any movie where it symbolizes how there's no real beginning or end. There's simply the open road and the endless possibilities that you can feel in that moment. 
And I like that the movie wants to kind of draw you to Fern and feel what she's feeling in the moment. And there's nothing else there but just like her emotions and the hurt that she's felt and how that hurt and how that grief and how she's moving through the grief, you know, she's not letting the grief hold her back. It's a part of her, but she's working. She's continuing on. She's continuing forward. And the grief is turning into something else. It's turning into something different. And even though she may feel sad sometimes, there are times of frustration and like, you know, pain. And there are times where you want to scream. There's also beautiful moments of joy and happiness and how eventually you're going to shed that skin that you used to have you're going to let go of the things that held you back and you're going to move forward and you're going to feel lighter and you feel better eventually you're going to let down your walls and you're going to have no choice but go along with this journey that's set out in front of you and it may be scary but it's also going to be something it's a wonderful experience and i think that a lot of people who found the movie boring or depressing really just has to like they have to like sit down and just like let go and just like watch the movie like it's not simply just a movie where you're waiting for action where you're waiting for something to happen you need to go along with the film you need to take it in and just let it like kind of wash over you and you gotta and like for me when I was watching the movie I kind of pretended like I was along the journey with Fern like I was there with her and I think that's how the movie is meant to be observed it's meant to be watched it's how it's meant to be seen like you are a part of this journey with Fern and I remember that there was a character in the movie who was so wonderful and amazing and impacted Fern and they died and it made me sad like I cried at the end and I was really sad when they died but Bob Wells in the film he said that there isn't really a death it's just you know see you later I'll see you again on the open world somewhere and that's the really sad part is that these people who a lot of people who do um, take part in van dwelling and who may be nomads themselves they are leaving behind past hurt and past trauma and grief but they're also leaving behind people and their families and their families may want them to stay there with them and be there with them in the moment and make memories and it might be self it's selfish of them to want to go out but you got to do things for yourself sometimes and not live your life for other people if you live your life for other people and just simply stay there to make others feel happier you will not find the peace that is meant for you so these elder older people who want to buy rvs and travel on the open road it's a beautiful thing because they're exploring something they never really got to explore before and you get to move past any tremendous loss or hurt that you felt in your life like the movie takes the movie the setting for the movie is um 2009 during the great recession and a lot of the people who have RVs when they take part in this van dwelling lifestyle to become nomads is because they basically lost everything in the Great Recession and you know it can be expensive to live on the road and you know a lot of these people are driven by like economic necessity to try and find new work and new jobs but along the way you find you make new memories you meet new people and you find something else in within yourself that you didn't know you were looking for but it is revealed to you and sometimes you can't get that um when you're waiting in line at cvs or at a birthday party 
or on your break at work. Sometimes you got to find that in the open road and you got to let go of everything else around you and simply just be and simply just be there. This movie kind of requires you to surrender yourself to what's on screen and simply just let it, you know, kind of take you in. You got to let it let yourself be taken in by it. And at the end of the film, there is this like little quote in, on the screen it said dedicated to those who had to depart see you down the road and that honestly made me cry that did make me cry because i was like i i really do understand the the like we all understand the kind of feeling of wanting to like pack everything up and simply run away and go off and just like be free of course there are many stipulations and things you have to think about and things that can hold you back from that like how am i gonna pay for stuff and food and shelter and like what happens if i'm in danger what happens if i'm hurt what happens if i get lost like da, 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 all these things but you know there's something really lovely about this movie that i enjoyed deeply and i think that more people should watch this film it is kind of long to be perfectly honest but you know sometimes a story requires time Sometimes you need, sometimes, sometimes the story needs to marinate with you. You know what I mean? Not every, not every movie needs to be two hours long, but some movies do need to be because the message is simply there and you just got to sit down and just be with it in that moment. Just let it take you, you know? And an hour and 40 minutes isn't too long, but, um, I think that it's a really good amount of time for you to just kind of like, you know, sit with it. How many times have I said sit with it and like let it observe, let it wash over you? <laughs> yeah, I really like this movie. Uh, of course, would I, did this movie, did this movie uh, persuade me to look at RVs and think about becoming a nomad and living on the own on the road? Kind of, but I'd rather do it with people. I don't think I want to do it by myself. Well, you know, there's that thing where like if you do it with people eventually you're gonna get annoyed and tired of those people but if you do it alone you're gonna be lonely and you're gonna be away from the people you love you know i like that the movie um did a solid job of you know displaying how you can have money problems shipping from job to job and how it's sometimes hard to keep in contact with people because i would imagine that in the same place where you can see buffalo out in the wild, there probably isn't a lot of cell service. So you can't call the people you like. You have to call the people you love. And the movie makes a great case for being a nomad. And I think it did a really good job of showing a softer version of being a nomad and not really showing all the nitty gritty stuff that is along with it, you know? As much as I like the movie, I do also want to acknowledge the fact that there are a lot of films that are made that kind of like show you the softer and more palatable parts of um, situations that can be dangerous for other people. As in, it's easy to see it through Fern's eyes and see how Fern is adapting through it. But I know that if it was possibly somebody who was not white, traveling on the open road on their own they probably they would probably deal with a lot more challenges because you know america but all in all i like the movie i do recommend it if you are interested in watching a film 
that you kind of just like sit down and just like it's very it's a very artsy fartsy movie i'm not gonna ignore the fact that it's artsy fartsy um but it's also just like really beautiful you know it's so beautiful to look at and it's not a movie where like there's some kind of like um not a lot of action in the film but it doesn't mean it's a bad movie i think it's pretty good i think it's pretty solid so yes that is my kind of review on nomadland i hope you enjoyed it i hope you go see it definitely go give it a give it a watch i think it's on hulu that's what i watched it on so yes thank you again for listening to this week's episode of i've been meaning to watch that if you like what you listen to please feel free to follow on spotify and if you have any if you have any suggestions feel free to send them my way through my email and I will see you and you will hear me in the next episode. Stay blessed.